hi, welcome to the 41st episode of the Frostwalkers podcast, because I guess we're not counting the, the table talk session as a numerical one after my party almost strangled me for doing that with 3DMs. Uh, this time, oh my god, that's beautiful. <laughs> we have another class session, and Reef has just graced us with a beautiful image of Carl with a flamingo. It's um a pink plastic lawn flamingo, just one of those generic ones that he carries around. I don't know why or when he started doing it, but I he think has. between the first class episode and this one, he has acquired this flamingo. I love it. I think, I think it's safe to say maybe there was just like... You know how there's like the book fairs in Grammar School? Yes! I bet you, like, I bet you there was a fantasy book fair, and I bet you he just got a flamingo toy from it. <laughs> That's very good. There was a fantasy book fair, and... Yeah. So, last time we played together was the start of Arc 3, so it's been a while. Um, we're now starting Arc 4, so it only seems right that we're doing a second class session. But because it's been a while... You guys are actually episode 30, so the fact it's been about 11 episodes. So would you guys like to reintroduce the character real quick for the folks at home? Just race uh, class and like a, like a sentence about them if you feel it. Sure. Carl uh, Sungazer, he is a golden dragonborn. He likes to wear vests and jorts. And yeah. he is a, he's a bard and he's very interested in recorder. And he's been practicing and teaching his new best friend, Kenneth, the, um, the kobold who he befriended in the previous class episode. Fair enough. I did not know his last name, but I now have it. <laughs> yeah, he's based on the Sungazer lizard. Oh, I love that. Yeah. His <laughs> middle name is man. also Fettuccini. Which I don't think I mentioned before, judging from y'all's reactions. I love powerful. him even more now. That is in my notes. Okay. Uh, Good. Barks, would you like to reintroduce your, your gal? Uh, sure, my baby gal. Uh, hi, my name is Sparks. I play Eloise, half-elf sorceress. She's a very sweet girl, and she's very soft-spoken, and she's a fire baby. Um, she's kind of awkward, but somehow managed to become not only friends to everyone in the class, but also the mom friend. So that's interesting. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Hi, I am Stellar, and I will be playing uh, my... Fire Ganassi uh, Manolo. He is also a gunslinger. And cool. yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. And from those who remember the episode where we introduced Finley, you know, pretty big episode, uh, around the time, the fall festival specifically, uh, the class got a new member, a small blue grung boy uh, named Rolla, who wants to learn all the numbers and wants to become a fantasy accountant. Because, lovely. because he's a good little lad. He's oh, and also, so valid. And also, he has magic, but who cares? M numbers. <laughs> Number uh, magic. Yeah. Uh, 
So last time we we had the class together, it was the first day of school. I'm mm-hmm. going to say, uh, much like in the real campaign and everything, some months have gone by. You're well into your, you know, middle, middle of the school year, you know? So mm-hmm. let's open with, like, how has, like, the first couple months of class been? I will say from Caleb's perspective, he's been just, like, trying to get you to be proficient in your basic spells, you know, for your class. So for, like, a sorcerer, you know, Firebolt is pretty essential. For uh, for a bard, it was probably stuff like Vicious Mockery, you know? Mm-hmm. You're, 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 what's the right word? Uh, just the spells that are associated with the class, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, he probably had a, a little bit of time for you guys to work independently while he kept, caught Rola up to speed. Um, in time, Kenneth uh, gained a bit of appreciation for the natural world, so he is deciding to move his magical studies into druidcraft. Um, and Manolo... Manolo's magic is innate as a fire ganasi. He really... His class doesn't really provide much in the way of spells. But that's fine. I mean, Caleb take him, takes all comers, and Manolo still comes around anyway, so it, no one really questions it. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I just, judging by the fact we've established that there's a fantasy book fair, I'd assume that there was also, like, those monthly... You, you know the ones, those monthly little, like, three sheets of paper. You know, the, like, with the books on them, and you can circle the book you want and stuff. You know, the mm-hmm. ones. So you guys probably updated your your library a bit with some more books your your age, <laughs> but if, but if you wanted to keep the little the young kid books, that's also it's your prerogative. So what what do you think has been like your guys's main focus, um, as you kept your first couple months of classes? Um. So Carl has been working on recorder, but Good. he's also taken to sort of. He wants to expand the number of instruments he can play. Mm-hmm. Um, because as a bard, he's going to need to be, like, have this versatility with instruments. So I think he starts playing, like, a fantasy <laughs> banjo sort of thing. Oh my god. Or, like, whatever the D&D equivalent of that is. The string. Inst- like, a- yeah. I mean, there's, like, a lyre, there's a lute, but, I mean, Shira had a fantasy electric guitar. So if oh, that's very play- good. So if you want to please give him banjo, a fantasy banjo. If you need, if, if a fantasy banjo is what Carl demands in his life, then we can work out getting Carl a fantasy banjo. Oh, right, excellent. See, Carl struck me as a ukulele kind of lad, but no, this is better. I think this is. So I think it's better. like a mix of a banjo and a ukulele. Actually, it's like. Aww. Let me see if I have a picture of him with it. It's like. I guess it's kind of like a loot, basically. Like the sh- shape, shape-wise, it's like a loot. So Carl, so Carl has the banjo lele. Got it. <laughs> oh, that's banjo I love lele. that. The banjo lele. The 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 pinnacle of music in Faerun, the banjo lele. Oh, if only you gave him a banjo and a kazoo, we could call him banjo and kazooie. That's very good. <laughs> So, so what you're saying is we need to find Carl a bird familiar and teach the bird kazoo. That's what, yeah. that's what I'm hearing. Okay. Uh, hang on a sec. I might need to go on mute for a second. That's okay. The familiar yeah, yeah. is the pink How do I... flamingo. 
Oh my How do I God. how do I mute this? Just there's a look oh, that's not the right button. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it works. If it um, works, it works. Yeah. <laughs> Morning, fellas. How's your day been going? Yeah, I guess we'll move, we'll move to we'll move to Louise. While 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 they're sorting that out. <laughs> you said we're moving to Louise, and my brain blinked, and I forgot everything I was going to say. Hold on. Oh my. That's God. okay. At, at this point, this is going to be an editing thing already. Yeah. Hold on. Let yeah. me ping Reese. <laughs> I kind of just assumed since she, since Reef left that the entire thing was going to be edited, so I wasn't ready. Oh no! Yeah, I'm trying to salvage this, honestly. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Welcome back. I mean, that's Hello? one way to do it. We can hear you. Oh, yeah, great! You, you just missed me having a casual panic attack. That's fine. For the in for the for future reference. The button to mute is the little microphone on the far left. Reef. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah, for future reference, the mute button is the one on the far left. That's a microphone. I like how all three of us went into this concerned mother. <laughs> but now you know, knowing's half the battle, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Fine. Um, so is there anything else uh, Carl wanted besides the banjo lele, the pinnacle of favorite music? Um, I think that's what he's singing on right now. Uh, is this audio working? Yeah, no, it works. I'm just trying to think of how to transition. Um, Sparks, what is Eloise want out of the week? Not week, the couple months of schooling. What's her what's her thing she's learning? Is she trying to do anything? Is there something she's after? You know. Um well with typical class hours, she kinda just goofs around, which you wouldn't have really expected based on how she acts normally. But yeah, she's not very serious in class. Um she studies really hard at night though from other things, like other things she wants to learn. Okay. Uh, inside class, she mainly just works on being everyone's friend because she wants to be friends with everyone. Um, she does still cast magic in there, of course, every now and then, but it's she's very laid back. Okay. No, that's cool. Um, Stellar, anything? Anything Manolo's been doing? Um, he is. I, he's actually trying to um, make some magic bullets that he wanted help from Caleb, but knowing Manolo, he wouldn't be responsible at this moment. So I think he would actually come for Caleb for some more guidance, mm-hmm. since he kind of sees him like pretty wise. But, um, he's, at this moment, like, he's just, he wants some coffee right now, since, is it, is it, like, kind of, like, early, like, eh, whatever, it's always a good time for coffee, he's all like, (laughs) hey, my dude, like, 
what's a guy got to do to get some coffee? Like, come on. Oh, you so Manolo is a Starbucks girl. <laughs> he, I was. I thought you were gonna say that he would be the type to go like coffee. Black is my soul. Yeah, that's that's what he's. He wants pure black coffee with a hint of inject coffee straight into his veins. <laughs> he's a macho man. Oh my god! No, I'm not. He's small. I know. He's I... a small macho man. <laughs> so during so, his best. Okay, I have an idea. Stellar, I have a question for you. So mm-hmm. These magic bullets, what does Manolo want out of them? Like, just better aim, better damage, like... Better damage. Okay, nothing, like, is he asking for them to be, like... Because Caleb's an ice wizard. Is he asking for him to, like, enchant them with ice magic? Is he asking for, like, just a general enchantment sort of situation? What's, he, what's his deal? Yeah, like... <laughs> To enchant them, like, in a way, and, like, how he can customize them, like, because I'm pretty sure customizing a bullet with, like, magic would be pretty risky, knowing especially it could go wrong. children. Yeah, especially a child that is not very patient. So, yeah, he, he definitely would, Caelan would definitely say leave it to him. So, yeah. here's, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to roll an intelligence check as Calum, because intelligence is the spell cast. And mm-hmm. depending on how well he rolls, I will play with that. I'll play off that into what kind of benefit you need. Okay? Yeah. But, like, he also has to do this on his own, too. So right, maybe yeah, there's, so like, a way, like, a potion kind of thing. like customized cautiously. So yeah. Calum got, so got a 16 on intelligence. So it sounds cool. like that he... Caleb was able to do what Manolo wanted pretty well. Uh, I think for Manolo to retain it, though, maybe Manolo has to make an intelligence check, just a d20 plus your intelligence. Just, just, to, see how, just to see how well he, like, he got what Caleb was showing, you know? Yeah, but uh, my vision's very blurry, so I can't tell which one's a d20. Oh, it's, oh, no. Um, Hold on, I got it. I think I got it. Okay, okay. Hold on. Okay, I think I found it. Okay. Yeah, I found it. Because um, if there's, okay. if you roll low, I have an answer, and if you roll high, I have answers. <laughs> I'm prepared for either. Oh fuck! It's a seven. Manolo, <laughs> congratulations on your cartridge of wild magic bullet. Yay! Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a shoot. Oh them. no! <laughs> so so whenever you fire with the wild magic bullet, I'll roll a d100. And after you roll damage, I'll tell you what happened. Okay? <laughs> Sounds pretty rad. I, I better <laughs> hope that there is not a fight. <laughs> I, I'm almost certain Manolo was just like, yep, enchanted them myself, Caleb. They're exactly the way you showed me. <laughs> <laughs> I have no help whatsoever. And he's just like, oh, wow, that's really good, Manolo. I'm really proud of you for, for being able to take that initiative and do that yourself. That's really cool. I, okay, can I see them? No. You may <laughs> okay. not. <laughs> okay. This is fine. I'm, sh- I'm certain that there's no ulterior motive there. You're darn right. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> trust me. Everything will be fine. Caleb shouldn't trust you, but he is going to anyway. <laughs> Relax. Trust me. 
I don't Joey like leans that. over to Caleb and whispers, you definitely shouldn't trust him. I He, he kind of like puts his hand up and just goes, I know, but I want to see how this plays out. You could just see the mischievous enough. look on Manolo's face. This is powerful and I'm scared. Okay, so... <laughs> Um, I've given you a disaster in a barrel, and I'm I now must pay the piper for the consequences of my actions. Okay, so you guys have been at a, uh, out and about at your own endeavors. Uh, Eloise kind of working on her own private matters. Uh, Carl mastering the banjo lele and all of its crafted glory. Um. <laughs> The only Manolo. good instrument. Manolo doing whatever the hell. <laughs> wild Manolo magic being Manolo. Bullets. Manolo <laughs> making wild magic bullets because God is dead. Gosh, Caleb, why you give a child bullets? That's so in- irresponsible. Oh. Oh my God. Gosh, Geller, why you give a child guns? This and... is true. Don't at me. And, I will. And uh, <laughs> Kenneth has Kenneth has become a druid. <clears throat> and so I think there's a scene where he walks into class and like has this little bonsai tree. He's like, I grew it myself. Oh. Carl just immediately gives him a round of applause. After that. Oh. Everyone just is and he's just like, it can be the class pet. Oh. Yes, I love that so much. So you guys have a class pet. It's a bonsai tree. What's his yeah. name? Oh, shit. Kenneth <laughs> Jr. Hold on. I... Kenneth Jr. His name's Bond. James Bond. <laughs> oh my god, that's so that's much better. very good. James Bonsai. James Bonsai. I hate it, but I love it. All right, we're going that's so back. good. We're James Bonsai. James Bonsai. I hate it, but I love it. Alright. Um, so, Rola is an up-and-coming wizard, and also an accountant, and he is probably, like, I think how we'll set this scene is this is a field trip for you guys. Super exciting. It's probably your first one of the year. Um, you guys are going to visit a small town that has a pole a pond of sorts that has magical properties that Manolo knows well because it's his hometown. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and so, uh, Kalem worked out the field trip with the town leader and also Manolo's mom probably, like, helped him out with it. And uh, Manolo's mom is probably going to pick him up at the end of the day instead of having to drive all the way back to the school and we'd all go all the way back. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know that one. You know the one. You know the situation. Uh, I guess. <laughs> and and um, so accompanying you will be Calum and Zagreus, the captain of the guard, a red teef boy, and the newly revived Anna as your chaperones. Uh, so we'll set this scene up in the school bus, which is more of like a cart, but it probably has the word school bus written on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Zagreus is sitting up in the driver's spot. Uh, and Anna is probably sitting in the back with you guys. Whereas Caleb is sitting up in the front. 
and yeah, honestly, this is just their dynamic. <laughs> Zag is the driver, Caleb's the responsible one, and Anna's the one in the back shouting for McDonald's, is what we all know. This is Absolutely. fact. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, um, Kenneth really wants to bring James Bonsai on the field trip. Uh, so would the class object to bringing a fucking bonsai plant let him take his boy Carl is worried about James Bonsai's safety throw James Bonsai in the pool okay question of the hour do you spell it B-O-N-D-S-A-I or B-O-N-S-A-I no no D no deal. Yeah. Okay. It's just James Bonsai. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bonsai. This is important and it's in my notes now. <laughs> Good. Uh anyway. Um Yeah. So Kenneth really wants to bring James Bonsai. Let him take it, my dude. You are all chaos gremlins. Okay, so <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so the scene opens on you lot sitting in the school bus. Uh, you guys can put yourselves wherever, really. However you want to sit with each other. I call shotgun! <laughs> it's funny because Manolo just likes guns. Anyway. Ah, uh, <laughs> So yeah, Manolo, Manolo takes a second seat. Probably the one directly behind Caleb. Because he does probably wouldn't want to sit with him. Yeah. He's an angry boy. He doesn't want to sit next to anyone. <laughs> Well, sucks for him. Eloise is gonna sit next to him. Well, alright then. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't want anyone to sit next to him. Oh, it's Eloise? I guess that's fine. (laughs) Guess that's Um, fine. Carl is gonna sit with Kenneth and Roll, like, sort of behind them. Okay. So, Kenneth... Here's what I imagine. I think Kenneth uh, is sitting in a seat and is keeping the other spot. And you know how they have, and is like using his seatbelt and the other seatbelt for James Bonsai? Yeah. Oh, And Good. like behind, behind Kenneth is you and Rola. Awesome. So Kenneth is just like, I imagine he's just like, has a little pad and paper and is drawing James. He's just like, see, it's memories of your first field trip, James. <laughs> Why is Eloise he talking to a tree? In her eyes watching that. <laughs> and Anna's just all the way in the back. <laughs> and so as as this cart pulls off, like there's five seconds of silence, and then you just hear from the back of the cart, <gasps> 99 bottles of ale on the wall. 99 bottles of <laughs> No, please no, please don't crying. get excited again. We've done this so many times. Cart sort of just fiddling around with his banjolele and like trying to figure out what key it's in like finds it and then just stops playing because he wants to just like see what's going on on this school cart amazing Anna just immediately cuts into it and Caleb just like immediately just starts going please Anna we can't do this the whole way there (laughs) (laughs) yes I can and yes I will oh yeah that reminds me who are you oh uh Caleb, you didn't introduce me? Well, no. I did not do that. That's his girlfriend. What? <laughs> oh. 
Just hear Zachary stifle a laugh from the front seat, and he's like, they're not incorrect. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a yes. Zach actually just makes the eh sound, just because, in fairness, she is a lich right now, so that makes things complicated. Lich girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Anna just goes like, Zach, I approve of this. Who doesn't want a lich lover? Please stop saying words. <laughs> Anna just has like the, sh- the most smug grin at watching Caleb squirm. Um, Caleb's girlfriend, what's your name? My name's Anna. It's nice to meet you. Oh my god, why would you respond to that? <laughs> <laughs> you can't deny reality, Caleb. Yes, I can. <laughs> So you admit it is reality. Ooh. Oh, and I- he did. He but- totally did. <laughs> Anna's just like grinning and she just goes like, I like these kids. <laughs> We're kids <laughs> of chaos. I'm proud of you. So am I. Woohoo. Um, Carl is going to dab. Oh my god, not this again. <laughs> Do I need to roll for dabbing? No, because you know how to do it. <laughs> it's Eloise it's all over again. I'm getting PTSD. <laughs> it, I was going to say, I think by now Eloise knows how to dab. I'm it's so proud. Long. This is true character development. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine the whole class simultaneously does it, and Anna does it, and Caleb's just sitting there like, I want to die. <laughs> Absolutely. That is what happens. <laughs> That's very good. This, like I imagine, like the scene would transition by the cart, like hitting a bumpy patch and literally like flying up in the air for a few seconds. And, oh my gosh! <laughs> and Anna's just like, Zach, how fast are you driving this? As fast as as tieflingly possible. I want off this bus. That <laughs> <laughs> little kid. Eloise, Eloise looks up and just casually says, "Well, that triggered my fight or flight." <laughs> Zachary is just like good. <laughs> oh boy. Caleb's just sitting there. Zach, why are you scaring the children? Uh. <laughs> is this because honestly, you're lucky my magic didn't react because it goes off when I'm emotional? I could have set fire to this entire thing on accident. Anna just goes like, I know counterspell, it's okay. Manola's okay. like, Caleb, if this idiot kills us, I'm haunting your ass. Zagreus <laughs> is not an idiot. He's a loyal captain of the guard who just likes to say shit some. I'm just saying, if we die, I'm haunting you. Eloise has tears in her eyes as she says, I thought you were calling me an idiot at first. What? <laughs> I said I could have accidentally burned down the bus and then you said if this idiot kills us. No, Elise. Gosh. It's not what I meant. It's, okay. you're, you're, not a, you're not an idiot. So just, yeah. Do you promise? Yeah, yeah I, I promise. Caleb, help me out here. No, this is on you. <laughs> you jerk. Hey, man, you were giving me shit about being a girlfriend two minutes ago. He just starts cussing at you in Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not his girlfriend. I never insinuated. Am I your girlfriend? (laughs) 
we're not having this discussion right now. <laughs> I am going to take that as a tentative yes. <laughs> Kenneth just sits there and just goes like, is, is, and how does Kenneth just takes the notepad, looks over to Eloise, and how does that make you feel? <laughs> An interesting and very strange mix of emotions. Fair enough. That'd be my response. Can we can we just can we just get to our location, please? Yeah, even I'll admit it's getting a little awkward now. Uh, there's just like five seconds of pure banjo lately. <laughs> yes. And Anna just goes like, "Oh shit, that's really good." Did you learn? Hello? She's at, She's asking Carl where she where he learned banjo. Good. Um, he found one in um a fantasy music store, and it was the last one they had. And so he just like started playing around with it. And he didn't really like take lessons or anything. He just started like seeing how he could play the instrument. Fair enough. Which I, just, I love that we preface literally everything with fantasy. Fantasy bus, fantasy banjo, fantasy music store. Yeah, um, and now he has a permanent burn mark on one of his walls at his house. Oh. From uh, playing the instruments. Oh boy. I love this idea, though, of like, there's just being silenced, and you just hear Kenneth just go, this is an awkward group of friends, isn't it, Jamie? And he just like looks up the flag <laughs> expecting an answer. Oh, that's very good. Um, and another thing is yeah. that Carl's family wanted him to be a fighter like his mother. Yeah, that's the thing I remember. <clears throat> so oh, cool. I, so I did mention that. Yeah, yeah, so Carl's family doesn't really... Like, they would prefer him to go into something else. Um, and they're they'll they're hoping that he's gonna grow out of wanting to be a bard, which spoiler alert he does not. It's not a phase, mom. <laughs> this is who I really <laughs> am. Amazing. I just have this image of Rob just going, like looking over at a Carl. They're playing, just going. You know, it's okay. People in my tribe wanted a uh, wanted me to become a a defender too, but I said no. I wanted to numbers mm-hmm. and i think um carl and roller are getting along because like there's a lot of numbers and counting in music and yeah. so carl has been talking to roller about like counting in and like time signatures and stuff yeah yeah i actually think Roller might be really metronome because <laughs> he just likes counting so he will absolutely mm-hmm. count in three four time for you yeah. Oh, that's like, awesome. It makes him feel good to be helping and to count because he likes So if you need a time signature, roll be your time signature in your metronome. Excellent. Uh, so as you guys are just, Anna eventually brings up the discussion of, so, uh, Calum, why don't you tell the kid about what's been going down these last couple? Like I feel like they wouldn't want to hear about you coming back to life ritual to us all cry and like monsters and haunted house sorts of crazy whack shit. 
Caleb, you clearly don't know this classroom well enough if you think we wouldn't want to hear about all that. Exactly. It's just it's like, it seems like a far more interesting sitting <laughs> And I think Caleb would spend the rest of the time telling you guys about, like, their trip to Eldrain and things that they did and ended up with just like, so yeah, that's why I've been kind of busy lately. Well, and, and Anna just goes like, "Yeah, it's interesting." But he got me back, so clearly for a very good cause. Mm-hmm. You've been you've sick been through for some me. shit, huh? Yeah. Zach just goes like, "You've been sick for like two weeks, and the first day you feel better, you decide to go on a field trip to a foreign town and bug Caleb for hours." Yep. God, that <laughs> change. <laughs> Caleb, I really like your girlfriend. Oh Can she God. come on more stuff with us? Yeah, she's really cool. Anna, would you like to accompany us more often? Yeah, sure. Anna, my friend and companion, will happily continue to join on our field trips class. <laughs> Yes, yes, your girlfriend, girl oh, who is a friend, and she's uh-huh. smirking. Uh huh. Uh huh. Keep telling yourself. Zagris just goes, Caleb. How is it that you, the prince of the town, allow yourself to get screwed by these fucking ch- children? <laughs> because he's so easy. I hate all of you. <laughs> yeah, I was right reading back a at book. you, my friend. Hey. <laughs> um, <laughs> Carl says. So I was reading a book. And there was a word I saw. I think it was hubris. <laughs> and he doesn't, he doesn't know what that means. But, um, like, Carl doesn't know what that means. But he just thought it was a funny word. And he just brought it up at uh, the time. Oh, my God. Anna just cracks up laughing and Caleb shrinks. <laughs> Carl is just very confused as to why Anna's laughing so much. She just, like, she would probably, like, pat his head. You're a good kid, Carl. You're cool. I like you. You're cool. So, Caleb just goes, So, Manolo, tell us a little bit about your town! <laughs> Why so angry? I'm <laughs> exasperated, okay? I got a smile. I mean... He's embarrassed because we're meeting his girlfriend for the first time. Oh... Alright, I get you. <laughs> so, it's just like any other town. You know, it's small. Uh, you, we pretty much know everyone there. Um, I tend to steal from everyone, but it's not... So you might hear some gossip. You just because... hear Rola in the back just go, BK, you crime! <laughs> Oh my goodness. It's it's not too bad. I mean, all I do is just steal from the rich. That is like so Hood. valid. Yeah, like Robin. He just kind of sounded sad at that moment. Let's Eloise talk about something looks- else, please. Kenneth puts James Bonsai in your face and goes, James wants to know why you're sad. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. 
Kenneth like pulls the plant back. James understands your personal. <laughs> um, thank you, James. He doesn't know why he's thanking a plant. <laughs> <laughs> because James is a person too. Fair enough. You know, chances are I don't remember. But I think animal is a that exists. You, you cut I, out there. I think speak with plants and animals is indeed a spell that exists. Oh, oh yeah, it god. is! Oh my god! Oh my god! And he's a druid, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kenneth, oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> Kenneth is the only one who hears this. I fucking <laughs> can't. <laughs> I fucking can't. Uh, he's just translator. I can't believe that James, like, in Kenneth's head, actually talks like fucking Sean Connery, James Bond. That's very good. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I want to say, before we move on, um, Eloise uh, notices Manolo's little dip in mood, and I feel like she would just kind of, like, pat him on the head. (laughs) The fiery head. Yes, the fiery head. She, for reasons that I know and you all maybe don't, she's fine. <laughs> so yeah, Manolo, like, there's some pause after Kenneth uh, rescinds his query through James, and uh, you're just kind of sitting there, and Eloise just puts her gloved hand on your head, and just pats you a little bit. He he doesn't really know what to do. He just kind of allows it. <laughs> And uh, Kenneth turns back to Carl and Rola and just goes, James thinks they're a cute couple. (laughs) See, I think they're not a couple to make him feel better, not to make him embarrassed. I don't, I can't control James. I just speak for him. You're the Lorax and you speak for the trees? Exactly. Oh my gosh. And James uh, Eloise has- leans over to James and quietly whispers, Thank you. The bonsai tree seems to grow a little bit. Oh. And oh. Kenneth just goes, huh, That's never happened before. James, am I a plant sorcerer? Uh, probably <laughs> not. <laughs> I, I kind of the exact opposite. I, I burn things. What just happened? Anna just goes like, you burn shit? I burn shit! Oh, we're gonna get along great. Well, I mean, look at me. I, I look like I'm on fire. I Look at my hair. Yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, you can't really tell because I'm a lich currently, but, you know. <laughs> you look cool. Thank you. I've kind of been wondering how people would take the undead look, but I think I'm rocking it. Calum just sort of sits there and does not respond to this in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> his silence. His silence means he likes how you look. His silence is fucking palpable. <laughs> <laughs> and I think mercifully, Zagreus just goes, oh, hey, we're here, but I can take the long way in if you want this god-awful banter to continue. No. Nothing. Yes. Damn it. And Zag would just pull up and just go like, alright, everybody out. Aww. And <laughs> no, was the first like, one to get out. 
Caitlin just goes like, Zagreus, are you gonna be back? Like, are you gonna are you gonna be on time this time? Look, last time was a weird situation. Last time, last time you, I cut into your date with Nath. You shut it. I'll be. I'm good. I'm good on my word. Except if it interrupts time with my boyfriend. This is, this is fact. Caleb, Caleb just shrugs a little bit and just goes, "Hey, man, your love life ain't my business. Just something I wish other people on this bus would learn." Eloise absolutely ignores that comment and says, "If he's late, can I drive?" Absolutely not. <laughs> I think she's old Why enough. Not? Uh, I think Anna just goes, "Yeah, Caleb, if she can't drive, maybe I should drive." Eloise, you got you could drive if we're <laughs> bad races. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you guys enter Manolo Town. Stellar, would you like to give any other little descriptions of it? Mm. It always smells like sweet bread in the air. Nice. I imagine it's probably, like, a pretty small town. The houses are kind of close together, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The pond is probably, like, the big attraction of this place, which is not saying much. So there's, like, a pocket of woodlands outside the town. But you guys can explore. There's shops there's some i think you i think and seller correct me if i'm wrong population is pretty pretty diverse there's some humans some half elves probably a couple fire ganasi here and there yeah uh maybe a couple dwarves oh yeah yeah there's dwarves and i think it's a welcome to all town (laughs) yeah yeah there's probably outliers of races but i imagine human and ganasi are kind of the big names yeah Okay, so yeah, uh, you guys can explore. There's some there's some shops. Uh, you can. I don't know what you guys are up to. I'm gonna tell you straight up that uh, Rola is immediately going to go for a calculator. <laughs> and Caleb Carl goes, is gonna join in. And okay. is Kenneth and James also gonna go with? I them? think I think so. I think Kenneth's original idea was to get like a, a cool custom pot for James. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Rola probably just convinced Kenneth that they could find one on the way back. Kaylin would yeah. probably say, okay, just me and Anna are gonna be are gonna be drifting around town in case anything bad happens. Uh just meet us uh by the by the pond hour okay? Okay. Uh uh so Ke- Carl, Kenneth and are gonna head off. Uh, Eloise, is there something you for? And then there were two. Um, I mean, you do have Caleb and Anna. You could drag if you guys want. So, like, Manolo can drag Caleb somewhere. You know, if you guys want to go separate. Separate the ships? No way. <laughs> um. So Eloise is looking around. And she kind of gets this sad, distant look in her eyes. Um, and she's not really moving. She's just kind of looking. I think uh, Caleb probably has to go to the center of town and, you know, probably let the mayor know that he's here, you know. Yeah. You know how the teacher at the start of the field trip has to, like, raiders and that shit? So Caleb probably has to drift off. 
bit, but Anna's probably still where the bus is with you guys as Carl, Kenneth, and walk and hop off. Alright. So Manolo, you, Anna, and uh, Louisa are just kind of standing there. Are you going to go look for something, or are you going to just... Um, I guess he would um, ask Eloise, like, what's wrong? Uh, Eloise kind of jumps when he asks, uh, and she starts rubbing at her hands through her gloves. Uh-huh. Um, well, it just reminds me of my home. Come on. He kind of, like, drags her to, um, a little shop. He's like, just wait here. And he goes into the shop. Now, I need to ask, do I have to roll to see if I can steal some sweet bread? God. <laughs> uh, let me ask a. Okay, so counterplay, just just for my setup knowledge, I think Anna sees Manolo drag, you know, Eloise off, and like gives Manolo the look of me or like, are you good? Like it's probably a silent thing, just like you know the head tilt of you good, and oh. you know, oh. as you're walking off, would you like tell Anna you're good, or would you ask? Do you want Anna to follow you? Do you just want oh. her to? Uh, yeah, yeah. I I want her to follow. Okay, so I think Anna is gonna just kind of meander with. So yeah, okay. Let's play this out. Uh, Manolo, do you know the guy who runs the, the sweet bread shop? Yeah, he knows him pretty well. I'm oh boy, that, I'm assuming that means that uh. It's not an amicable relationship. I mean, uh, he's he gets pretty upset, but like he just kind of allows it because he's kind of used to it already. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say because at this point it's probably more tradition than anything, you know. Mm-hmm. I have this uh, idea that maybe he has like a plate set out with a couple pieces of sweetbread that is always just there on display, but he knows the drill. <laughs> yeah. You're always just like, it's so depressing. And, see, like it's it's it sounds depressing, but I almost kind of like it in more of like a oh, like he makes the preparing, you know, like he makes the stuff he. Needs it's sweet, to but also depressing. Yeah, yeah, but like there's probably a plate out there that like Manolo and this shopkeeper knows. It's it's basically his dessert, you know. Yeah. <laughs> So, I think, like, in the inside, he really does care for Manolo. And it's like, you're just a kid. Just eh, just hurry up and take it. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> I think this time it's a merciful thing where you don't have to play your Tom and Jerry act because he's not in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> so you could probably just grab them, no problem. He'll just see that they're gone and just be like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. So then he goes into the shop and... For a minute or two, um, he comes back with some pandose and hands one to Anna first, and then he hands one to Eloise. And he says, you know, I'm not very good with these things, but when I'm down, I usually just 
come here and eat my feelings away. God, for a little kid, you are just such a solid fucking <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Eloise is quiet life. at first, and she's kind of just looking down at the sweet bread, and then she, uh, hugs Manolo. Um, if you notice that his hair is, like, getting, like, it raises up a bit as, like, a hint of embarrassment. And he just, like, pats her head, like, there, there. What do I do? <laughs> he looks at Anna. She, like, <clears throat> she looks at you, gives you a shrug. And then just walks off with sweet breath. <laughs> <laughs> I come back here. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> then I guess he just hugs back. After after uh, the hug is returned, she kind of pulls away and chuckles at Anna leaving. Uh, and then she uh, grabs Manolo's hand and she says, let's go look around. All right. he's just done so they just go off I guess alright meanwhile uh, I'm gonna say that uh, Rola has found a calculator and endlessly plucking away at the numbers endless numbers Uh, but you guys are in like a little pottery shop run by this older woman uh, an Aragonasi woman and she's gonna look at Carl and Kenneth and just go, oh, I haven't seen many draconic types around here. So nice to meet you. Um, Carl is gonna shake her hand and say, like, I don't actually know the name of the village Carl is from, but it's, okay. um, quite a ways away. Yeah. Um, from the school, and so, like, I think it would be in the opposite direction. So it's kind of far away, yeah. Mm. I understand. Uh, well, <clears throat> that's that's all right. Uh, my name is Nija. It's nice to meet you. Hi, Nija. <laughs> oh no. Carl just does that whenever he's introducing, like whenever somebody's introducing themselves, he just says that. Uh, she just waves a little bit and uh, so what can I can I help you with and Kenneth just plops this like basic brown pot you know and just goes I want a better pot for James oh his name is Bonsai James Bonsai oh I see I could paint it make it nice and pretty uh huh Mm. that'd be great do you boys want to come watch? Maybe you guys can help me pick colors. Yeah. So you guys probably watch this this woman as she grabs like different paints, um, and just starts uh, just starts like drawing little designs in in James's pot. You know. Mm-hmm. That's adorable. Uh trying to think of mother yeah um what kind of designs would do you think carl and kenneth would ask for reef on james's pot um carl's favorite colors are like aqua and gold so i think he would suggest those colors okay i think and carl likes to wear a lot of zigzags and 
like spirals and stuff. So I think he would suggest some of those. Yeah. And I think Kenneth just was like, oh, oh, and maybe like maybe some like nice some nice colored like some nice maybe some green little little uh you know just some green little accents, some little some little flowers. And she's like, Oh, all right, I can see that. I I'll see what I can do. And she she very happily like gets to work and it's as she paints, you actually notice that like there is definitely magic in her paintbrushes and she's working masterfully at this craft, you know? Do the patterns like swirl around on the pot? Oh yeah. And it's like Oh, that's so cool. As she it's, it's like I guess the best way I could describe it is very okami. Like as she draws them, they kind of come to life a little bit. Mm-hmm. And she then just turns around and just goes, uh, I might need a little more extra help. And she just walks into the back <clears throat> and out with them comes this little, like, I'm going to say maybe two and a half foot tall human, not humanoid. They look like, imagine a tabaxi, but if the cat ears are very over-exaggerated, like a very, like, cartoony, over-exaggerated version of a tabaxi. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Almost like Hello Kitty level over-exaggerated, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's lovely. And, <clears throat> and she just goes, this here's my, uh, my toon folk friend. She helps me around. And uh, the, little, the little tabaxi-esque creature gives a little nod stretches out their hand to like all the way in the back of the room grabs a paintbrush and like it swings right back and is handed to uh <clears throat> Tunisia who immediately gets back to work as this little <clears throat> as this little tune folk helps her out <clears throat> so yeah uh Carl do you have any any questions about this kind of person like anything interesting about them at all? <clears throat> or are you just gonna watch the show? I think Carl's just watching and like he takes out his banjolele and he he's gonna I think just sort of like pluck it a bit and see like what sorts of background music he can make. And he's not like trying to do any magic, but he is also playing with a sort of it's not very unfamiliar, like it's familiar but not too familiar. Oh my say. god. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's going to start playing his instrument. Yeah, so I think <clears throat> Carl... Do I need to roll for it? You can. Yeah, totally. Go for it. All right, let me get my character sheet. Um, and what um, skill would that be? Uh, performance. All right, let me actually get that. It's a tw- uh, 12 plus. That's a 17. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's really good. And I think, like, Carl, you feel almost more interestingly than, like, how well you've mastered the banjo lele. As you're playing, you feel like... <clears throat> A connection to me mm-hmm. as she's painting like your music and her art your both of your forms of art just have this weird magical mm-hmm. i can't like 
just they mesh in a very interesting way. They coalesce together and you get the sense that you are in the presence of a different kind of bard. Oh, that's really cool. So like much in the way that you use music to be a bard, she uses physical like painting. Yeah, she's a painter bard. Oh, that's really cool. Um, Carla's going to ask her, like, how long she's been painting, I guess. She smiles, and she'd tell you she's been at this since she was a little kid, uh, and that she points out the little, the little, uh, tune folk, that that was her, when she was little, she didn't have many friends, so she drew this little character that she started calling Hecate, or Hecat. But in time, it developed its own personality as Hecate more. And oh, that's so cool. When she became a painter bard, her first dream was making Hecate a real person. Uh, and so she, her, she learned to be a painter bard to make her tune friend. Oh, that's so nice. So, so now she kind of lives happily painting like enchanted paintings for her for the people in this town and uh Hecate is her 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 helper her you know advisor and just sort of her best friend oh is there a drawing of Hecate because I can make one yeah there isn't I kind of made them up on the spot but I just kind of imagine a very exaggerated like a like a cartoon cat you know like I guess the best way to describe it is Felix the cat meets Oswald the lucky rabbit in terms of yes! what I imagine. Uh, yes. I'll, I'll post the tune folk like things considering. By the way, before I, before I go much further, the tune folk race was created by Andrew Scribbles on Instagram. So I <laughs> definitely, so I just, I wanted to give credit where credit was due. Not my homebrew. Uh, credit to Andrew Scribbles. Uh, oh, anyway. this is so cool. Yeah, so anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah, so I think Carl, uh, uh, Kenneth especially, probably takes some interest in Hecate and is like, just goes like, so Hecate's kind of like your version of Jane. And she's just like, a little bit, yeah. Hecate is like a version of what? James. Oh, okay, I just didn't hear. Yeah, and she's just like, a little, I guess. And he just goes, see that, James? She, this this cat folk is just like you, and the little cat looks at James like in the pot, and just like tilts its head, doesn't really say a lot of words, but its eyes get all little, it has its eyes get little stars in it. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah, I think Carl eventually she gives you this really pretty pot. Like the swirls are constantly swirling, the zigzags kind of shift. It's oh, very, that's so cool! And the colors are perfect, and they have little flowers. And it sometimes looks like the little flowers grow just tiny bits every little once in a while. And Kenneth just was like, "Thank you so much. Uh, how much is it?" And Nija just goes, "Um, well, I usually charge five gold for my piece, but..." If you guys can give me just, you know, one or two, I'd happily accept that. Oh, hi. Carl gets a gold piece out of his pocket, out of his dork pocket. And Kenneth 
gets one gold piece and they both hand one each to them. And she smiles and just goes, I apologize for charging at all, but I, I do need to eat, you know? Mm-hmm. Kenneth smiles and nods and just like says, James is really happy. <laughs> and you, you gotta uh, make that coin. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. a small town. She's gotta make a living. It's an honest work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she just says, if it ever starts, if the paint ever starts chipping or the magic ever starts fading, you can always find me and I'll happily reapply it, okay? Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. So jumping back uh, to Manolo and Eloise. Uh, Manolo, is there anything you want to show them? Like, is there any? or Eloise, I know you grabbed Manolo by the hand and just started, you know, showing them around, but is there anything Manolo wants Eloise to see? Mm. Or is it more like there are things she do- he doesn't want her to see? Yeah. Just certain things in this town. Like, like there's, like, funny. posters. Like, there have been posters of, like, of a certain bandit. And it's just all over the place. And it's, like, he just wants to take those down and just not be around this town right now. Uh, Manolo, how obvious are you to Eloise that your, like, intention is to take these down? Are you, like, upfront with her about it? Or are you trying to hide it? Nah, trying to hide it. Can I roll uh, a perception check? I think insight would be better, and, yeah, I think insight's yeah, better. Yeah, and whereas Manolo would probably roll perception. Oh, I gotta roll? Okay. Um, if you want, if you want. Otherwise, you can just come up with yeah. like that you... Yeah. Nah, I can roll. I'm okay. gonna roll then D20, right? Yep. yep. 17. 18. Oof. So, I imagine nah. that it's something where, like, Eloise's, like, faint idea of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And Eloise can do with that information whatever she wants. Eloise kind of squints at him and goes, hey. And she points at his face and she says, you're hiding something. It's it's not a big deal. You don't hide a lot from me. What are you hiding? It's nothing. Okay, I can't force you to talk about it. But I know that you're stubborn and tend to get yourself in trouble. So I'm here to talk if you want. Thanks. But not right now. Let's just find Carl. Okay, okay. So I guess eventually you guys do meet up together. Uh, mm-hmm. And you see... Yeah, Carl, you see Roll with the calculator. I think Kenneth is still just an awe of the painting. Did you, like... Is there anything you want to get? There's different, like, item shops. I mean... You could probably have Amnesia uh, paint something for you if you want it. Oh, maybe this is where Carl gets his flamingo. Yeah! Okay. Oh my yeah. god. Does anybody <laughs> have, like, a lawn flamingo on their lawn? I think that there's, like... Oh, I love it. I have this yeah. idea that as you're, like, walking by, there's this... Kind of, yeah. admittedly, kind of... Semi-skeezier-looking uh, guy... Probably a human, like a yard sale. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> that he put in his yard. Hey, kid, you want to buy some flamingos? <laughs> <laughs> voice for him, but now I thank you. <laughs> That's a very good character voice. <laughs> this random uh, dude. He probably has a fucking eye patch too. Like anything and everything to make this man look as shady. Former sailor. White undershirt on only. You know, you know the guy. You know, yeah. It's stained. They, oh, 100. A trench coat full of <laughs> trench coats. <laughs> okay, maybe that's a little Black too much. Black beanie. Oh my gosh. This person shouldn't be coming up to children either way. Cheeto like, dust all over his fingers. Losing it by the lawn chair he's sitting on. Um, is there like a lawn flamingo like that yes. isn't being sold? Uh, there probably is one that he has out currently. Like not for sale? Yeah, yeah. Like, you really badly want to steal this, don't you? Yes. Oh. I can do that for you, my good, my good self. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna say to make this even easier for you, he's like passed out and he has like a book over his face. I Is this a, sl- a sleight of hand check? Yeah, a really easy one. Oh, it's a I, 17. Yeah, Carl, you just Ooh. masterfully pluck it off the ground playing with it, and Rola and Kenneth both look at you with like the eyes of amazement. Manella goes up to him and be like, I'm proud of you. Eloise looks at the flamingo, looks at Carl, and says, If you don't take tell Caleb, I won't. Tell him what? And then he winks exaggeratedly. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> That's my boy. And I think from behind you, it's just like, Tell yeah. me what? Glass ah, shit. compadres. <laughs> and you see Hi. a version of Caleb walk up, but he does not have their hat. Uh, Eloise turns around and very smoothly says, About how your girlfriend says that she loves you? Oh, shit. Sick. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> so that you admit it now? reaction I was <laughs> expecting. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. I, I mean, <clears throat> I, yeah, my girlfriend, who I have and am very happy to have. Yep. What's- so you finally admit it, huh? Yeah, why would I ever not admit it? Because you're Caleb and that's what you do and we know you? Eloise is going to squint her eyes. Can I roll an insight check? Actually, can I roll an arcana check? You can both do, uh, you can do that. And, uh, Manolo, maybe you can do insight. Carl, what are you up to? I'm gonna, um, I guess I'll do perception. Okay. And I'm gonna say Caleb is not wearing the he was wearing uh, on the bus. I got a five. Damn. You're just like, hmm, Caleb's weird. (laughs) Same old Caleb. That's our (laughs) Caleb. That's our Caleb. I rolled a five. Carl, you're just like, you're looking around and you're just like, hmm, Hmm. this is a shady yard sale going right now <laughs> apparently i'm the only one who rolled well um i got a 19 for arcana check oh, you nice. you can immediately tell that some kind of magical property is happening on Caleb, but it's you you get the sense that it's not discernible like 
it's not a spell being cast or it's different than that. It's not like someone's casting polymorph or anything, you know? Like, mm. this isn't Kalem for sure, but it's not like it's not like someone is putting a disguise self on. It's, it's different. Not a direct spell being cast that you could dismantle, you know? Gotcha. Well, it's not Kalem's kind of puts her hand on her chin like she's thinking for a moment and then she walks over to uh, quote-unquote Kalem puts her arm around his Caleb, my old buddy, how have you been? Really good, uh, buddy. Jay, can you recap what you told me ha- has been happening the past couple months? Can you recap that for me? Yeah, I've been doing magic stuff and being an elf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, that's much less detailed than what you told us on the bus. There was a bus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're making an ass of yourself. That's all drop the act. Who are you? Uh, fuck. And you just see this form shrink a little. Caleb at this point has definitely grown a bit taller from his, you know, first appearance. But I'm gonna say that this he he isn't he simultaneously is a bit taller than like. He's like at Caleb. He's he's like at Eloise, basically. Oh, and as he shrinks, uh, his skin pales to like a bleach white that matches his hair. He has black gloves on, like black kind of half cape, gray pants, black boots, like petticoat, and he just kind of shrugs and just goes, "Ah, you got me." But I, it's what I do. <laughs> to be fair, you weren't exactly the best actor. Uh, acting chops can use work, but makeup department is. <clears throat> um, quick question: Does Manolo have one of his guns? Oh my uh, god! Yeah, <laughs> okay, he pulls it out, and he's all like, "What have you done with Caleb?" Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I doubt it's that serious. Carlos going to pull out serious, his recorder. Right? <laughs> and he's going to sort of brandish it and ask, like, why were you pretending to be Caleb? I want awesome. to say Eloise still has her arm around this guy, despite him definitely not being Caleb. He uh, kind of stretches off his arm a bit and goes, honestly, because you said you didn't want him to hear that, so I just decided I'd spook yet. What? You said you didn't want him to hear that, so I was him, and yeah. Wanted to hear what? And then Carl does another exaggerated wink. (laughs) Carl, you're not fooling anybody. Anybody (laughs) about what? Okay, anyway, uh, so, uh, who are you, my very pale friend? Oh, uh, I'm, well... That's a funny question for a guy like me. And he immediately turns it, but he still keeps it. Sorry, you're cutting out? Hold on. I was saying that he kind of looks at you guys and just goes like, well, that's a funny question, because I could be turns into Eloise, you, or turns into Carl, you, or 
turns into Manolo. Even you, if I felt like it. But when I look like this, you could call me Turner. Can I shoot him? Hi, uh, Turner. You, Am I allowed to shoot him? I mean, can I shoot him? You can. Oh no! Like he's asking the group, like, can can I shoot him? Like, oh, I thought this was a DM. Um, oh no, no! I would <laughs> prefer if you didn't. I don't Fine. mean you any harm. Especially, we not... don't really know anything about him yet. That isn't the. It's not. She first asks questions later, Manolo. Also, he hasn't tried to kill us yet, so yeah, I wouldn't try to kill you. He's just kind of messed with us a little bit. And yeah, he did a very I... bad job at it. So I wouldn't try to kill you. That would be very counterproductive to what I want. What do you want, Turner? Simple. <clears throat> I'm here to help. What? Help what? Well, quite simply, this has to be the work. I mean, he looks over at Manolo and just goes like, I, I mean, I would be honored to help the amazing lineage that you must carry. It is legend around these parts. As a humble thief, I want nothing more than to learn from the masters. He glares at him. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Uh, Eloise, like, snaps her fingers and says, that's what you were hiding. Carl is gonna, um, like, Carl is confused because he thinks, like, Turner was referring to him, like, did Turner see Carl take the flamingo? Oh, absolutely. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so, um, Carl is very confused and he's like, well, I'm actually not a thief. I'm, uh, learning, I'm practicing to be a bard. I just took this because I felt like it. I mean, I totally didn't take it. Uh, I just have this in my arms. Oh, oh And then he kisses the long flamingo on the head. With all due respect, I do not. I'm sure you guys are pretty great accomplices to be to be allied with with one such as as himself. But I I was not referring to you. And he just kind of like gives an innocent smile to Manolo and just goes, genuinely though, your the work your family has done is. Amazing. I would I'd have nothing more than to than to learn from one such as yourself. Manolo just puts the gun away and he's like, That was a long time ago. We don't talk about that. Oh. I I didn't mean to open any wounds, I apologize. It's fine. Just we don't do that anymore. Oh. Uh this is awkward. I didn't intend to hurt any of any feelings. I I should probably go. I didn't... I, I had this whole thing planned out. It's, it's fine. I mean, you don't have to go. It's, it's fine. Eloise still has her arm around him and she squeezes like Tyler. She's like, hold, hold on now. I am very intrigued. What was your plan? Well, I mean, the grandson of, of, uh, well, I'm I'm sure you all know. I I don't I don't need to repeat myself. Um, I don't really know. Oh, uh, 
I see you really don't talk about it. Um, I, I should leave, I should probably leave well enough alone then. I don't. I I do apologize, uh, Mister Manolo, sir. No, it's it's fine. Like you can tell it. I just I'll just be far away for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So Manolo, yeah. you probably drift off to go find Anna or Caleb as. Turner would tell Carl and Eloise that Manolo's grandfather was a well-known and well-regarded master thief, much like the basically the Robin Hood of this town and this area, really. Hmm. And Manolo uh, learned gunslinging and all sorts of tricks from his grandfather, and so when he saw Manolo back in town with who he thought were accomplices, he thought that they were pulling off some grand heist and that he wanted... Turner basically wanted in. Oh, okay. Uh, the entire time Turner is explaining, she's listening, but uh, she noticeably keeps glancing in the direction that Manolo went. I feel like you guys are at the... like, walking towards the pond at this point. Which is, mm-hmm. like, you know... So... You guys probably end up there, and you see Manolo sitting with Caleb, who's probably, like, hand on the shoulder, just trying to be comforting, you know? Mm-hmm. And as you guys probably catch up, you just hear Caleb tell Manolo, just like, it's okay, what's done is done, you know that. Yeah. If you need to talk, I'm here, you know. I, I'm proud of you. Thanks, Caleb. No problem. And uh, you guys don't talk know. to you, don't tell anyone about this. Of course, of course. <laughs> I swear, Caleb. Sorry to interrupt your emotional moment, but we're here now. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, if can I be a hundred percent honest? I did not invite them. You, you yeah, know, I wouldn't set you up like that. And I know. Turner looks over and just goes, I do, I do want to apologize again, uh, Manolo. I, God, I, I didn't want to ruin anything. No, it's, it's fine, my dude. You're all good. Okay. Well, uh, Caleb just looks over and just goes, how do you guys always manage to pick up strays? <laughs> I got this at a yard sale. I acquired this uh, with legal means at a garage sale, uh, yard sale. <laughs> I have this blonde flamingo that I got legally with my own two hands. No crimes were involved. Uh-huh. I was referring to the changeling, but, you know, go off. Emily just looks over at Carl and waits for him to finish his little uh, rambling. And then uh, she... Again, like, latches herself onto Turner's shoulder, gives Caleb puppy eyes, and says, Caleb, can we I think there's more to it than that. <laughs> Turner, Turner immediately repeats the puppy dog eyes of Eloise and just says, can you keep me? <laughs> Carl also does puppy dog eyes. Rola and Kenneth follow suit and just says, oh, okay, this is unfair. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. If, 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 if that is somehow legally okay for us to just pick up a child. How old are you, Turner? Uh, 
16. But, you know, same I got no... Same age as me, so it's probably not that illegal. Turner also goes, if it helps any, I don't really know what else I'd be doing. I have... I don't really have folks. I more have a group of people who I'd rather not deal with. I'm getting out of a bad way, if you know what I'm saying. Caleb waits his for uh not Caleb shit. Uh is <laughs> quiet for a few seconds after he finishes and then looks at Caleb with even more insistent puppy dog eyes and says, Please Fine, fine. We'll help you escape your situation. I don't know what that means though, Turner. And he just goes, Oh, it's nothing. Just you know, bandits. He, he doesn't even go here. <laughs> He does now. <laughs> it's not a big deal, Caleb. Just you know, bandits, the <laughs> group of people after my head because I ditched them. You know, oof. I've dealt with bandits before. Uh, yeah, but with you, them. yeah, but you haven't dealt with. Well, maybe you have, but my boss old boss, ex-boss, my ex-boss. Yeah, I guess we'll go with that. He's uh, interesting. Anna just goes, interesting how, kid? He can, like... Probably in a bad way. Yeah, but it's, like, a different kind of bad. It's sort of like... Like, have you ever seen a guy who looks like a guy, and then he grows claws? Not like a werewolf, but like half werewolf. If I have not, but it sounds very interesting. That's how we pick flocks. And he's eating crackers. <laughs> like, That's how he picks flocks. He grows claws and just like jiggles them. That actually sounds very useful. And she looks down at her hands meaningfully. Yeah, but he really does not like your dad, your grandpa. And he points at uh, Manolo. <laughs> when? I don't think anyone does. No, no, no. Well, that's not true. I assume you like your grandpa. Yeah. I don't mean it like that. I mean, like, he really doesn't like him. Like, he thinks he's stepping on his game sort of way. Well, you can tell him he's dead, so yeah, that that's that's something. Is he the, oh. is he the kind of petty asshole that goes after family lines just because one part of the family made him pretty much. And he finishes his cracker and just goes like So yeah, any chance I can skip town is pretty well accept is pretty well intended. Caleb just sits there with, like, his packed lunch of a sandwich and is just like, Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Cool. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> I guess Manolo just goes to him, like, is... Is he really, like, trying to do something bad to the town? I think that if he... If he were to find out that you were here, I think he'd 
paint the town red to get uh, uh, his claws into you. I think before mm. we had, Caleb just goes, so, is this a leave well enough alone situation, or is this a me and Anna have to go deal with a thug situation? I'll burn him. I'll bump him over the head with my recorder. Kids. I know you took on some Zentarum operatives. They were really stupid. <laughs> Is Kenneth in your shop? Oh, he meant the humanoids. He meant the humans, not the yeah. robots. But yeah, he is. Kenneth nods. They were really stupid. Caleb, I think you underestimate my urge to protect. Well, you underestimate mine. I don't want you guys to get into a fight if you don't have to. Carl's already, um... No, he, he hasn't left. But he's, like, adult, too. Except then he realizes he doesn't know what the guy looks like. Yeah. Except just claws. And, like, a um, lot of people have claws. I think, um, Caleb, before we do anything, we should at least appreciate the reason why we're all here. And he looks over at the pool and Turner goes, Oh, yeah, he doesn't know Manolo's here yet. So, you have time. It's just something I figure we better deal with before we sip out. Walkers um, are really good. He's like, but even if I leave, what's going to happen? Well, first of all, I won't be there. Which will piss him off. And then, and? if you were to find out that I was gone because I went with you. A lot of bad shit, probably. That's something I can't accept. This is my town. I need to protect it. Well, I could pull some strings and let him know. And we could call for a duel. I mean, fuck it. Like, tell him I'm here. I'm ready to go down. Okay. I'll do what I can. If that's the plan now. Caleb is like stressed as hell. I was like, I'm not going to allow a duel <laughs> to happen with the. Shut it, Caleb. This is my turn. <laughs> and Caleb just says, okay, before we do anything, let's at least spend a little time at the pool, right? Okay? <laughs> the reason why we're here at this pond, it's the reason why we came. Because it, Caitlin would explain this pond is basically raw magic. It doesn't really, it's not like this pond can cast a spell, but it like mm -hmm. connects with different magical properties in different ways, you know? Can I, can I dump some bullets in there? And like, will it enchant them in a way? This is basically an enchantment pool. So do whatever the hell you want and give it a shot and we'll see how it goes. Hell okay. yeah. This is where I'm going to slightly intercept and say that while you all were talking, like Eloise was not a part of the conversation while you were talking, um, she walked to the water's edge and uh -huh. she uh, looked back at Turner cautiously before uh, turning back to the little pond um, and pulls off one of her gloves and uh, sticks her hand in the pond. You do that, Eloise, and it reacts, and you feel like 
at first, like the stinging you feel when you put like a cut underwater, you know? Yeah. But it then starts feeling really good and really nice. Oh. Your hand feels normal again, just while it's in this water. Uh, it is at that point when you mentioned that her hand feels normal again that I should mention, uh, with her glove taken off, a very noticeable, like her up to almost her shoulder, I'd say just below her shoulder, her arm is entirely charcoal black um, and clawed. And so she pulls back uh, after that small dip of her hand. Um, takes off her shoes and her other glove, and I'm assuming right when the rest of the gang is, like, turning towards the pond, she haphazardly throws herself in it. Eloise, you do that, and it just feels normal. Like, the normal you don't really feel with your hands anymore. It's like, it's like the moment of relief when a frostbite just turns back to normal, you know? Yeah. That moment when you realize, oh, my hands don't hurt. You're feeling that everywhere. So she's so focused on relishing in that feeling that she has not come back up yet. And it's been like, I'd say so far, a good 30 seconds of her just being underneath the water. You see. Um, is there any of the others going to react to this at all? Um, Carl is going to stick his recorder in the water. He's just like, okay, that seems normal. You just see this recorder pierce, and you can imagine it's Carl. <laughs> um, Carl is going to, I guess, play the enchanted recorder now and see what happens. Do I need to roll? Am I rolling for this? No. So as you play, you you feel closer to your magic. You feel like it's easier to harness now, you know? Oh, that's so cool. I'm going to say mechanically, uh, with this recorder, you have plus one to your, like, spell attack rolls and your damage rolls with your, with your spells. Nice. And also, like, the quarter is the thing I'm more familiar with. Yeah, it's probably not permanent, but it's, Mm -hmm. for now, you have this plus one benefit. And Eloise, I'm going to say that also goes for you as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I think maybe just to check, you put your hand out of the water, and while it's still black, it has gone from, like, a charcoal black to maybe a bit grayer. Like, you get the sense that it's relieved. Even just for a while, it's just relieved temporarily. Um, obviously no one will be able to notice since her head is still underwater, but she's crying, um, seeing that. And knowing that she's crying underwater, she stays underwater for a bit longer until she stops crying, and then she resurfaces. Oh, Caleb did put his hand in to see if you were okay, but you probably slapped it away and he was okay, she's fine. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> uh... So, Caleb just goes, so, uh, I have a little gift for you guys. I went off and got these, and they're little containers, like little bottles. And he just goes, you can use this to fill up with the water from the pond. Ooh. 
Whoa. So you can keep up your enchantments and you look Louise or your healing properties. Thank you, Caleb. Of course. Rola just jumps in and just goes like, Maybe I can numbers better! Oh. <laughs> and he just frogs his, his little self out. He just goes, two, and two, and two, and two. And that's eight. Oh my gosh, yeah! And Anna just goes, how do we tell him that he just did math? <laughs> and Caleb just says, let him have this. You don't ruin his dreams. Let him live it. <laughs> yeah, and he's really the- immersed in this. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth puts the pot of James uh, of James Bonsai in the thing, and you see the flowers in it grow a bit more, and the like the colors oh. get a bit more sharp and bright. Oh, I love that! And oh. James Bonsai itself grows a little bit more. Yes, that's lovely. And Kenneth himself jumps in, and when he like leaves, he has this little rock, and he's like, "Hmm," and he lifts the rock from inside the pond up, and he casts a spell, Druidcraft, in a few like little flowers sprout and Kenneth has found an arcane focus. Oh, that's awesome. So he's using his energy like through James? He has, he found a little pebble in the water. Oh, okay. Put the pebble he has in. a magic rock. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. He has a pet rock and a pet bonsai. Yay. Kenneth is just me. <laughs> Kenneth is just my fat mood. He's uh, adorable. I love him. Manolo, are you going to do anything with this with this pond? Um, he is gonna take the bottle that, or, like, the little thing that Calum gave him and, like, take some of the water. And then he just starts, like, grabbing whatever bullets he has with him and just starts dunking them in them. Same deal. Plus one to your attacks and such. such. Plus what? Plus one to your attacks and damage and such. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I will also say... Uh, your wild magic bullets are, like, glowing a bit more. Ooh. What color? Oh, <laughs> different colors, different bullets. That's nice. I love that. Super chaotic. Yay! Now let's use them. <laughs> Yay! So Anna and Calum actually, like, you see that they both have little staves. Like, Calum's blue staff and Anna has a red staff. And they, like, put their staves into the pond for a little bit and kind of smile at each other, realizing, like, they haven't been able to do weird things like this together for a long time. Oh. And there's this nice moment, and it's cut by Anna splashing Caleb in the face with the pond. <laughs> and he just, like... Yeah, you're totally dating. And he splashes her right back, and the two start laughing. And goes, like, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against it. Ooh. Caleb just goes like, "You are a lich." She just goes, "Yeah, but I won't be eventually." Okay, when 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 the lich situation is fixed and you guys need a wedding planner, I'm free. The two chuckle and Anna just can like, I be the ring bearer? <laughs> of course you can. And yes. James Bond and James Bonsai can be the flower boy. Oh <laughs> yes. <laughs> Caleb just goes like, why are we giving them ideas? And Anna just goes, don't crush their dreams, they're children. <laughs> I love so what do you, did you so, know this marriage would become canon? 
What what are you saying? We're gonna have a fake wedding so they can enjoy this? Who said fake? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Turner kind of smiles and dips his dagger in the water, and you see it just like he has plus one, and he is an arcane trickster, by the way. Oh, nice. Yes. So, I love uh, him. So Turner just kind of smiles and just goes, "Yeah, I'll set I'll set up the." whole situation that's about to go down but yeah all right uh sorry in advance if this gets crazy that was very honestly we kind of thrive on crazy here so cool before i do go Mm, a good cracker before i go let me finish this cracker. <laughs> I just like the idea that he's constantly cra- carrying around bags of crackers. They're like the little sleeves of Ritz, you know? Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. I like the idea that he has like a little Ziploc baggie with multiple sleeves in it. Yes, absolutely. And he's just like, I mean, heist snacks. Heist snacks. But yeah, I'll go. I'll go pull out the whole, oh no, they're in town, you need to come and something, something. I'm ready for them. Okay, me too. And he just goes like, you want a cracker? No, thank you. I'll take one. Okay. (laughs) And he hands you a cracker and just goes like, just figured I'd offer you some lunch before the fight of your life. And he just walks off. (laughs) Um, he looks at everyone else and like, this is my fight, guys. Like, don't jump in and play a hero here. I I started this and I'm going to end it. Eloise cuts in immediately and says, I'm going to help you and you can't stop me. Alright. <laughs> Alright. Carl also uh, plans to do this, but don't say it. He's just sort of... You're so great. Caleb and Anna look at Manolo and Caleb just says, do you need our help, Manolo? I mean, we want to protect you, but we also think that maybe he might have a backup plan if he was to lose, you know? So me and Anna are thinking about heading into town and make sure that there's no, like, assassination groups or anything or other thug groups or anything, okay? Are you right. sure that you want to do this? Because we I'm can't positive. save fight. No, I... I need to do this. For... For my grandfather. Okay. And Caleb looks to Ama and just goes, I learned things while you were away. And he casts uh, this uh, alter self. And the ace costume pops up, which is that white mask and red outfit. He just looks over to Manolo and just goes, kick his ass, okay? Thanks, Caleb. Mm-hmm. And he just sort of prowls off with that, and Anna just looks back at everyone, looks over to Caleb. And where the hell did you get that costume, Shay? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Fantasy Costco. <laughs> where all your dreams come true. <laughs> So I just imagine you guys, like, maybe make those jokes together and just kind of sit by the water just waiting, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. 
What's a guy gotta do to get some battle going around here, huh? So what are you guys gonna do before, <laughs> like, as you guys are just kind of sitting, waiting for a, a fight? I don't think you ever really like, like, waiting for a real fight out. The thing with the Zentara is super sudden. This is, like, knowing and preparing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Manon's um, just kind of practicing, like, his shots at the moment. Mm. Doing some fancy tricks. Carl is gonna dip his, um, Vangelele in the pond also. Same deal. Plus one in all your stuff. Oh, right. They don't stack. It's just more like if you use the, if you use one, it's plus one. If you use the other, it's plus one. It's also plus one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Eloise, also, by the way, just, just so for an FYI. That goes for you as well. Uh, to to what specifically? Your spells. Okay, because I was about to say, she kind of just threw her entire body in. <laughs> yeah, well, you're a sorcerer, so your body, like, you are you right. magic inside of you, so, like, your spells and stuff will have plus one. Okay. Um, well, the other two are doing actually meaningful things. Uh, <laughs> I would say Eloise is looking out at the pond again um, and she gets this kind of extreme resolve in her eyes and she looks over at Manolo and uh, she, she's, she's thinking something clearly but she does not want to say it out loud I just imagine Kenneth puts James Bond's eye in your face and just goes like, James Bond's eye wants to know why you look upset. Well, can James Bond's eye keep a secret? Yeah, I'm sure. Then he just hands you the pot. And Eloise genuinely smiles at James Bond's eye, <laughs> knowing that she uh, can't hear him. And says, well, I'm not upset. I'm determined. And if something goes wrong, she uh, glances over to Manolo. I'm going to play hero, or however he wants to put it, whether he likes it or not. Because I'm not going to let him get hurt. Kenneth and then she the smiles at James Bond's eye again and says, so I'm not upset. You don't have to worry. And then Kenneth turns takes back the plan. and hands, it, hands him back to um, Kenneth. Okay, well, James Bond's I can keep a secret. And he just sort of waddles off and sits by Carl and just goes like, So, you ready? Uh, I think so. Okay. Um, Carl is also going to dip the worm on a string into the pond. Oh my god. Yeah. Like from a lot of episodes ago. It seems like a lot of episodes ago. Yeah, he take, um, you get the worm on a string, and you can absolutely use the worm on the string in, a, in the fight if you'd like. Nice. The true icon of the class is not Eloise, Manolo, or Carl, or even the NPCs. It's the worm on a string. Mm-hmm. It's the mascot, honestly. I'm going to obviously. name the worm on a string, um, Robbie yes. Roadkill, after my real worm on a string that I found in a parking lot. Robbie Roadkill. Good. It is now, that is now also written in notes. Yes, it's very good. Oh, Carl is also going to dip the lawn flamingo in the ponds. 
Oh my god, he's dipping everything into the pond. He Carl's is the master of improvised weapons. We are yeah. polluting this pond. No, no, the the pond is lending its magic to these items deserving of magic. Yes, a pink pond flamingo. Amazing. So, with time, uh, this taller human, at least seemingly human man, with a mask, uh, and just sort of walks up to you. Taller, uh, paler skin, honestly, black hair, and he has like a white mask on with like these like red lines. And so he has like, there's these like much weaker looking, scrawnier looking thugs that are just kind of at his side, more so to watch than anything, you know? How many of them are there? One on either side, two in total. Mm-hmm. With him, there's a total of three people. And Turner would show up and just go like, so, uh, rules of the duel are simple. Um, the fight begins, and so long as the fight is fair, I guess, I don't know the rules, he just kind of shrugs and just goes, you're going to break them anyway, so I don't know why I have to say them. <laughs> and he just kind of takes two steps back and just goes, so, uh, go off, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and this guy just, like, from his his humanoid form kind of shifts a little bit. And he grows these claws and has these horns. And he just kind of looks at Manolo and, like, says something to the effect of, like, that he's going to enjoy this, sort of, you know? I don't have a voice for him. Eloise is glaring at him from behind Manolo. He makes like a, you know, it's kind of pathetic you're kind of picking on a kid, but you know, that's just me. <laughs> There's yeah, just true enough. You're 13. That's, what kind of life does this guy have? I'm There's this like wordless buildup of anger as he like kind of like stamps his floor. And his horns on the head grow a little bit. And his, like, red lines grow deeper on the mask. And as you guys roll initiative, he's going to charge. Yes, this is a bull shifter. Oh, shit. Whoa. Uh, that is nice. Like, okay, um... does he sort of look like a minotaur or something? He's a... So a shifter is a race of people that are, like, have the ability to give themselves animal-like power. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise look human. So this guy can shift himself like wolf-like claws and bull-like. Those are his two shifts. Okay, I rolled a two on initiative. Oof, okay. Oof. 18. Nice. Manolo? 19. Sick. Okay, let me... I got a... Hmm? A baby. Uh... Kenneth got a four. Because Kenneth is a baby. Because <laughs> Kenneth is baby. What does James Bonsai get? James Bonsai does not roll initiative because he is a potted plant. 
<laughs> You're no fun. And the shifter got a 15. So, Manolo, you actually do start off initiative. Sweet. <laughs> Alright. Um, do I roll again? Well. Oh, no. Oh, okay. What do you want to do? This guy is running at you. Oh, um. He's gonna take out his gun all fancy, like, you know, do little tricks, McCree style. And <laughs> starts shooting. Okay, is this just the plus one or a wild magic? Uh, the plus one. Okay. Well, Eighteen. Holy shit. Um, yeah, no. Definitely do hit. Ooh. So, I think that's a d8. So roll a d8 plus your dex. That would be the damage. D8. That's not a D8. Wait, is that and a D8? And add one to yeah. and add one to that when you're done. Uh, seven. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah, you take this first shot, and he just, like, stops himself in his tracks and just kind of has this sense of, like, fiery coming. And he just sort of, like, cracks it a bit and just, like, stretches out ready to charge again. Eloise, you're up. Ooh, boy. Magic missile, baby. Be- Alright, magic baby. First, um, er, yeah, fire away. Okay, hang on. I don't have to roll for this to hit, right? Magic missile is the one that always hits? Yeah, that always hits. It's just a d4 plus. Well, now it's plus 2 because of the pawn. Ooh, so I get a plus one to each dart, right? The dart already is a d4 plus one, so it'd be a d4 plus one plus one. Okay. And you do that three times. I think that's a total of 14 damage. Holy shit! Nice. Yeah, no, you blast him with these magic missiles, and you just see him, like, kind of limp for a little bit. He already does not look good. Um, Don't fuck with her boyfriend. He is going to take his turn now, and he's going, the first thing he do, bull rush into him. Because... The fir- his rush. first action is going to be like, to rush in with the horns. Well, shit. Um, well, he rolled a three, but... Uh... <laughs> can I dodge? <laughs> is there a way I can dodge? <laughs> uh, does a seven hit? Probably not. Huh? Right? Yeah, then you do dodge, because he rolled a seven and he missed. I would uh-huh. hope a seven doesn't hit. So Manolo okay. just like gracefully just sidesteps out the way. Red. Yeah. Eloise has star eyes in the background. <laughs> he does have a multi-attack. He is going to swing now with his claw at you. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna say that because Miller has to be RB. Uh 
He's probably going to swing this one over at Carl because they're just kind of in play now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay, what do I need I, to... Is this your armor class? Oh my god, he rolled a... He, wore, he somehow got... That's a five. Oh, let's see what my AC is, anyway. This guy is a net. I... I'm... I'm using a... higher level stat block, I'm just rolling shit. Wait, what was it? <laughs> well, because, because like, he's a shifter, I'm using a lycanthrope stat block. It's only CR3, but you guys are level 2. Pretty bad. Wait, what was the, um... Oh, oh, it's a 5 to hit. Oh, that is... does not hit at all. So he kind of, like, slides over and tries to swing his claw at you, Carl. But I just imagine you, like, parry with your recorder. Oh, that's very good. And, like... He just kind of huffs, and already not good, looks at the two bandits, and the two nod, just like brandish their knives. They prepare to help, because, uh, you know, he has help. So, thief number one is going to try and just go and attack. Shit. <laughs> That's a 17 to hit. Uh, to hit me? No, this is going to... This is gonna be at Eloise. They just like take their. Ooh, their yeah, that definitely hits. Yeah, this is, but this isn't the guy himself. This is just his bandit lackey, you know. Yeah. So you're gonna take four damage. Okay, that's not that bad. No. Uh, and the second thief is going to run over at Kenneth. Uh, and they rolled a nat one. So somehow this man trips and stabs himself with his own knife. Nice. <laughs> so, you know, clearly this bandit group is full of competent and clever <laughs> And managed to do more damage to himself than the first bandit to tell him. Yeah, I I think that we're on par with Dave and Tom. I gotta say, Tom. So, uh, whose turn is it in the order now? Uh, it is Kenneth and Rolla's. So, I'm gonna say that Rolla's just gonna do a Ray of Frost. The thief. I know you said Ray of Frost, but your the audio cut out, so I heard Ray of Frog. Powerful. Yeah. I love Ray of Frog. So yeah, that definitely does hit the bandit. So just goes like, just like thinks in his head a little bit, holds out the holds out his calculator and an ice beam shoots from it. Is that his arcane focus? It is absolutely arcane focus. Yes, I love that. So he hits the one who fell on his own knife, <laughs> and just goes like, "Stay down, freeze!" and starts hopping in victory. Oh, I love that. And Kenneth uh, is over and casts the spell Shalele on his <gasps> own, on, on, on James Bonsai's fucking pot. <laughs> and just Good. walks up and whacks the other bandit with James Bonsai's pot. <laughs> oh, that's very good. I'm so glad we brought James along. Yes, James has become clutch in this combat, clearly. Uh, that's more 
spell casting, which is probably like a two six. Yeah, no, he swings with James, and the bandit manages to like avoid and just go like, is "That a fucking pot?" <laughs> and Carl, it is your turn. Okay, I am going to, um, I'm gonna cast Tasha's hideous laughter on the um the main guy who is fighting. Okay. Um, so that is um just a d20 plus my spell casting modifier, which is charisma. Oh no no no! This is I have to make the saving throw. I think this is save spell, right? Um yeah. So wait, it says um a wisdom saving throw. Wait, how do I find out what that is? I have to make the wisdom saving. You just have to figure out it's uh it's the number on your it's the number on the spell page of your character sheet. But uh, if you tell me what your charisma is, I can figure it out. Um, my ah, uh, my charisma modifier or yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's three. Oh wait, yeah. So the number to beat is thirteen. So, uh, he rolled. He managed to beat it. He rolled a twelve and his was two. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh. So yeah, that that does happen. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, Manolo, it is your turn. Okay. Uh, what's happening right now? Uh, he had his two bandits come in and help because he was wholly incompetent. Uh, one bandit actually managed to stab Eloise for four damage, and the other fell on their own blade. Uh, Ooh. Rola, Rola froze the other guy who fell on the blade, and the guy who bandit on the floor literally has one head point left. Uh, Kenneth tried to whack the other bandit with James Bonsai, but missed. And Carl tried to cast Tasha's laughter. And, uh, main guy is wholly incompetent, but uh, one of the bandits did stab Ella. Okay, so, um, that Miracle water, I guess. Will it oh. heal her? Uh, tell me, uh, Eloise, how are you looking? I know the stab only did four damage to you, but like, how logistically speaking, how does Eloise look after that one hit? Um, if I want to be really dramatic, maybe she had like a tiny little blood trickle out of her mouth, and she spit it at the bandit. But, but in reality, she's but... still very. She, you can tell she's fine by the fact that she just spit her own blood at this guy. Yeah. So it's not a critical. No, right. she's still goofing around even now. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, all the bandits are alive, right? Yeah. I mean... One of them is. One of them is and frozen and really just not a threat. The main guy is still alive, and the other bandit that stabbed Eloise is, like, at his side. Okay, so... I'm gonna go... He's gonna go ahead and shoot the one that stabbed Eloise. Okay. Uh, roll to hit. Ah, shit. Just the d20. And is this gonna be just a regular plus one, or wild magic and plus one? Hmm. Just a regular plus one. Okay. It is a 10. Well, plus one is 11. 11. That hits, actually. Yeah. Cool. 
so roll another d8 plus your dex plus one. Five, six. You do six damage to this guy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's already blessed that. Ooh. He does not look good. You take... You, you, I just imagine, like, he stabs at Louise, and even though it doesn't... Like, you, you can tell Louise is fine, you know? Mm-hmm. Manolo, something just, like, your fight or flight kicks in, I guess. <laughs> and you awesome. just fire at this guy, and he just, like, sober and already does not look good. Uh, Eloise, it is your turn. Uh, she is going to burning hands straight on the bandit's face. <laughs> oh boy, is that a deck save? I think so. Okay. Uh, that's a... against your. What is it? Eleven. One one. That doesn't beat. Okay, so yeah, he's gonna take the full damage. Oh boy. That is eight damage. Yeah, say no more. You just like immediately as as, as, as like instinctually as Manolo takes the shot, you just hold out your hands and this cone of fire blasts this guy right into the pond. And like he screams fire hits his clothes and then he falls into the water and you just hear ah <laughs> like there's this relief as the water just you know reacts with the magic of the fire <laughs> but God. but as he says that you just then see like him bob up unconscious alive but absolutely knocked out well as long as he's at the top we should be fine uh, so he is unconscious now. Um, so the one that is frozen by Rola, well, slowed by Rola, is going to run up and go for Manolo stab. That's a stab. That's gonna be uh three. So fourteen. Does it break your armor. Does a 14 break your armor? Oh, hold on, let me check real quick. Armor. 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 It was a 13? 14. Oh, yeah, his armor is exactly 14. (laughs) Okay, so Manolo, you're gonna take 4 damage. Ah, shit. (laughs) Uh... It's now Rola and Kenneth again. This time Kenneth is, Kenneth is once again going to walk up to the guy who rose and whack him with the shillelagh of James Bond's eye. And that hits. So you just see Kenneth just bring down this plant and knock the guy out. The most legendary weapon. Uh, Rola is then going to use his turn to uh, look over at the the boss, the shifter, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's just going to be like, you're really mean! And cast Fireball. Uh, that's probably going to hit. That's a 19. Shit, go. Mm. go. Oh. 
That's seven damage. So yeah, he is not looking. He's oh, like no. he's significant. Let me put it to you this way: he's not bandit level pathetic yet, but he is. He has taken damage. Damn, uh, Carl, you're up. Okay, so I want to say is... when R- when Rolla uh, casts Firebolt and hits him in the background, you can quietly hear Eloise go, "That's my boy." <laughs> um. So who is still in? Literally just the shifter with. Them. Cool. I'm going to. His two bandits just went down. Fucking twig. <laughs> um, I'm going to. Wait, is anybody near the shifter? You guys are all like a few steps back, I think, because you guys have been firing with ranged stuff. He's rushing you, but he, you know. So, like, if I were to cast a spell in a fifteen-foot cube, would any of my friends be in there too? Probably not. No. Okay. I am going to cast Thunder Wave. Okay. By playing a little melody on my um, banjo lele. Absolutely. So, con save, that is a... I think that's a 10. Uh, That does not not beat 13. So, you can roll damage. Okay, and how much damage is it? 2d8. 2d8 uh, plus one. Yep, because of. What song would it be? Um. Da, 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 da. Yes, I love that. <laughs> um. So that's a twelve. Holy fuck! <laughs> I rolled a three and an eight. Yeah. Go, Carl. Remember how I said he wasn't bandit level pathetic? <laughs> is he now? Almost. Yes. Oh no! Boy. Oh wait, what? He's not looking good. He absolutely looked like real shit. Really fucked him up. Oof. And I think he sees that, and like, just kind of you see this moment of him like going way more into his animal shift than he did before, to the point where the mask starts cracking as it like his face contorts. And he just, like, gets on his, like, kind of just rears up a bit and just looks over at Manette and just goes, like, just glares daggers and just goes, you, some fighter you are relying on your friends to, to win your battles and just runs at him with his borns. Oh, 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 I'm gonna shoot this motherfucker. <laughs> Hell yeah. Does it, so, I'm assuming a 15 hit. Yeah. A fifteen? Yeah. Yeah. I would assume it would hit. So that first attack is going to be five points of damage from just being hit by this man by this man's horns. Okay, is I can attack now, right? Uh, he has multi attacks, so not exactly yet. Ah, shit! Damn. So he just bowls you over. Then just like with his claws, swings once at Eloise and once at Carl. Oh no! Basically, basically trying to just do as much as he can. And oof, that's an eighteen with Eloise and a and a sixteen with Carl. So those are absolutely going to swing. Yeah, yeah, those are big hits. Oh shit! 
to Eloise, that is uh, six damage. Ooh. And to Carl, that is five damage. Okay. So he just went ape shit, basically. Yeah. But those are his three attacks. And I just imagine, like, after swinging as hard as he does, he just kind of, like, from all the damage he's taken, just kind of slumps himself back, absolutely having exerted him to do that. And Manolo, you're up. Okay, so, like, Manolo is, like, a fucking hurt man. He's, like, limping, like, blood, like, yeah, like, that shit. But then... He grabs his gun, and I just rolled a fucking nat 20. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Please yeah. tell me this is a wild magic bullet. This is a wild magic bullet. Yes! <laughs> so, Manolo, you, like... Manolo, you've picked up a few things from your grandfather, yeah? Yeah. So, I think he's even shown you, like, a few trick shots and stuff. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna I know we haven't really settled much about the actual gunslinger class because I know for one you know yeah. for, for one session but I do have uh, I do have the trick shots pulled up so I like Ooh. this idea does what does Manolo like want to do with this shot more than anything like does he want to disarm or does he just want to kill this man dead oh shoot that is a thing. Like, what? what is Manolo... Out of, like, out of the things Manolo would want to accomplish here, what do you think just gut feeling is the thing Manolo wants out of this? The thing is, his grandfather wouldn't want him to kill. So it's he... very much a disarming thing? Yeah. Okay, so I have this idea that you go... That you shoot, mm-hmm. and your plan is to basically break off his horn. With your with your shot, red. So with the nat twenty, that absolutely happens. Um, mm-hmm. I need to make a strength save because Manolo just did a disarming trick shot, mm-hmm. and the guy fails. So this horn just pff, shatters clean off, and <clears throat> because you still get to do the damage of a crit, and I'm not going to take that away from you. You just blow this man's horn clean off immediate, just like swing your hand back, reload instantly and fire into his like, and just fire into like maybe his like leg area. So roll 2d8, because one was 1d8. Mm -hmm. And you're a crit, so double the dice. So 2d8 plus your dex plus one. And then I will roll wild magic afterwards. Another five. 10, 11. Yeah, it, it should be 11, right? Uh, 2d8 plus your dex. It, 11 sounds right. Alright, cool. Yeah, yeah, 11. Okay, so he looks really bad. Like, I will tell you out of game, he is in the single digits. Um, you. And I have to roll a d100 because the magic you enchanted your bullet has kicked in now. And, like, I think he's, like, Gasping at grasping at the horn at the wound, you know, mm-hmm. and you just see like a 
multicolored light just emerge on him. That's a 73. Which oh, means... Shit. Holy shit! A random creature becomes poisoned. He, you just see him immediately like hung, like hunch it over and this green magical energy emanates from the blood and you poisoned this man. <gasps> I, he poisoned him? The wild magic was a poisoning effect on him, yeah. Which means oh. he has this advantage on his attacks. Oh. That's your turn, Manolo. Oh, I go again. Um, no, no, that's is... your turn. It's 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 oh. Eloise up now. Oh, okay, cool. I was like, I'm not ready. <laughs> yeah, no, you blew his horn clean off, and you Red. shot him like in the leg area, and you see this poison from the being in. Yeah. What's up, I say? <laughs> <laughs> Eloise, what are you doing? <laughs> okay, so Eloise at this point. Very, very clearly badly hurt. Um, but she limps forward, looks, uh, I won't really say down because it's a big guy, but she, she, she looks at him like he's garbage. And she mutters, don't hurt my friends. And she's going to cast Firebolt. Okay, swing with that d20 to hit. <laughs> That's a dirty 20. You definitely Ooh. hit. Just roll that d10 and add a... Holy shit. That is full damage. Whew. So, here's what happened. Eloise, you shoot this firebolt at him. And I have something in mind. So you would, in like, in D&D terms, you would have absolutely gotten this kill, you know? But mm-hmm. I have something in mind. So for, for the sake of that, hear me out here. You manage to bring him down to near critical levels. He is like limping on, you know? He's like using the claws to keep him up from just straight up falling. And you've blown mm-hmm. his other hole clean with this. Whew. And he's just sort of standing there throws off the mask, spits on the floor, looks up at Manolo, raises his claw as a middle finger. <laughs> he throws the middle finger back like, hey. So, and I just imagine Turner just sitting in the back just goes, whew, whew, you got fucking walloped. And, uh, this shifter just like grabs a dagger and throws it at Turner and mm-hmm. immediately shifts into like a short gnome. The dagger soar- soars over his head. Forgot I could do that, couldn't you? <laughs> oh. So, how do you, the class, as a united front, want to finish this guy off? Um. So each of you gets to put something into this. To I'm just- gonna bonk him on the head with the long flamingo, with the enchanted long flamingo. Carl, you yeah. bonk him with the long flamingo. Do I need to roll for that? Nope. This is a this is for a fact. What happens like, with the enchanted long flamingo? Like, ha- what is the enchantment like? Well, it was just gonna make it an actual weapon, but for the sake of flavor, I imagine you whack him with it, and it immediately animates and just starts scratching him with the pole. Oh, <laughs> that's the so good. 
<laughs> and it starts making like flamingo noises, I guess. Uh, Kenneth just like grows these little vines that just start slapping him. He gets slapped <laughs> with tree vines. Rola is immediately hopping around him as this man keeps swinging at Rola. Claws trying to rake at this boy. And as he's jumping, he's like saying different math equations. <laughs> as uh, he's doing. It's beautiful. Yep. So, uh, Eloise and Manoa, you guys want to do? Do. Manolo. So, Manolo is gonna. I would assume he would like need to, like, somewhere in the crowd, like. I would assume someone in the crowd is like holding like some rope, so he grabs mm-hmm. that and like freaking like ties this guy up and like in fancy knots and stuff and be like, "Hey, Eloise, <laughs> <laughs> Eloise." Um, looking, she looks uh, over at Manolo, sees uh, the sustained wounds gets this look of anger in her face and her eyes um if you look close enough her pupils actually seem to slit uh she raises her hand that she did not re-glove for this flexes it and scratches him across the face with her claws when you do that this like black necrotic shroud stays where the cut was and just lingers and the broken chips of the mask and the guy Wrapped up, just can't sustain any energy anymore and just falls unconscious on the floor. Red. And you see Caleb and Anna show up having, like, their own fair share of battle marks on them, you know? And Anna just goes, yeah, he had his whole gang waiting a few blocks back in case this were to happen. He'd bum rush you with a part of them, but I took care of it. <clears throat> Red. Yeah, that sounds about right. You just see, like, a fucking crater a few blocks, you know, back, where <laughs> where two high-level wizards simultaneously casted Fireball. Oh, God. <laughs> and Caleb just goes, just like old times. <clears throat> How are you guys doing? Are you okay? Uh, at that point, uh, before she can respond, I think Eloise would drop to her knees. <laughs> Because I haven't mentioned, she has 13 health, and she's at 3 health. Jeez. Oh, I'm going to um, cast Hot Healing Buns on Eloise. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, immediately, like that is the first thing I do. Alright, roll a, a d4 plus your charisma. For my uh, my spellcasting modifier, I think, is... Is it 3 or 5? Uh, it's your, whatever your charisma is. It's what? It's whatever your charisma is. I think my regular charisma is three. So yeah, D four plus three. Um, but oh no, um, my mom, my spellcasting mod is five. Oh okay, yeah, three plus five. D four. Um, five. wait, so it's a D four. Yeah, uh, healing word. Uh, so that's eight. Eloise, you have eight health back. Okay. Um, so she's kind of, she's still on her knees, but she kind of looks up with a weak smile and goes, Um, Man- Manolo goes over to Carl, like, 
Okay, can I have some of that healing, please? Uh, yeah, he's gonna do it again. Right. All right. Do the same. Uh, I'll say it's the same amount, just for ease. Yeah, I also rolled another three, so that's also eight. Sure. <laughs> so yeah, Manolo, you're also back up eight. Red. And I just imagine Turner's like giving you guys a clap. Is like that was super cool, and just goes like, but you know, I could help you guys. I mean. I may not be the most best at academics, but I do know how to use my magic with my knife. Your your party dynamic could be improved greatly with the help of Rogue. Yeah, sure, my guy. You can yeah, Carlos completely sold on this, and he's like, "Rogue friends, awesome, great, glad glad I could be able." Well, can someone put this guy in jail though? Like. Yeah, we should probably do that before anything else. Caleb smiles and casts the levitate spell on the unconscious guy and just, yeah, I got it. <laughs> you guys get to the bus. I'll I'll meet up with you when I'm back. And he just starts Thank like, you, he pulls it, and just like walking with his staff like a walking stick as this body's just being dragged behind him. <laughs> I then Anna just, <laughs> just kind of chuckles and just goes, I love it and hate it when he's constantly like me with Manolo. <laughs> um, is Eloise limping by any chance? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Okay, so like Manolo goes over to her and like helps her out, like walking. Oh. She leans on him and she's smiling. Uh, Kenneth immediately goes up to Carl and just goes, "Are you okay? I saw he hurt you." Oh, um, I am at 10 out of 15 hits, I think. Uh, Kenneth, like, puts his hand on your shoulder and casts Cure Wound, because he is a oh. druid. Yeah, so, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. And he just, like, gives you the biggest, like, most, like, the best way I could describe it is the smile the little brother gives the big brother when they compliment them. Oh, no. It's adorable. I love that so much. And he's just like, you were super cool. You, you did all your magic and stuff. I, I mean, I, James Bonds, I think you're really cool. <laughs> uh, and then I say, uh, tell James Bonds, I, I think he's really cool too. Okay. He, Carl thinks you're cool, James. James said something about how he's shaken, not stirred. <laughs> <laughs> And Rola just jumps up and just goes, I mean, mathematically speaking, we had very low percentage of winning that fight, but I know we could have done it. Well, we kind of kicked their ass, so... Yeah, it was, a, it was an improbability that they would be that incompetent, but, you know, so it goes. It seems everyone we fight is kind of incompetent. Yeah. Or maybe we're just really competent. Yeah. That is also a possibility, but I kind of have a feeling that's not it. I, I want a drink. It, it requires more drink before we can get a conclusive uh, estimate. Maybe we need to fight Guess more. Guess we'll have to fight more people then. Yep, yep, yep. And he just starts bouncing with his calculator. And Anna just kind of like moves you guys over to the bus. And as, he, as she does though, she just goes, well, I was out. I was shopping. And I have to... <laughs> I have some gifts for you guys because you're super cute and you bug Caleb, which automatically 
you kindred spirit. Uh-huh. So, but bugging Caleb instantly makes you a kindred spirit of mine. So I wanted to give you guys something to commemorate. And... I'm sure we'll see you again since you and Caleb are probably going to get married in the future. I mean... Yeah, besides, I'm already the ring bearer, so you have to get married now. Exactly. <laughs> that is true. You are, le- you are legally speaking already the ring bearer. We cannot stop yes. that. Uh, what am I looking for? Come on, where is it? Yeah, so she's like has the bag of holding and she's like, but I, I got you guys. Didn't I, I don't know. I thought you, I, since you're young up and coming magic users, I thought, you know, maybe a magic item would be useful. Sweet. Eloise gets little stars in her eyes and she's very, she's very excited. Carl is really excited about this. So, <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, she auto- she gives Manolo, because I think Manolo would like this, uh, a cloak that matches whatever his color that he's wearing already. And Ooh. Manolo, you put it on, and she goes, snap your fingers. Uh, he does so. Your cloak starts billowing in the air as if a dramatic wind has pushed it. Oh. So that, as a bonus action with the cloak of billowing, you could have your cloak just stop to strange it up, basically. Just float with no wind. Be super menacing. And... Oh, is, he bad. is going to use that so frequently now. <laughs> um, uh, Carl? Mm-hmm. Have... Uh, you are given this like set of pan pipes or maybe it's just like a thing on your recorder that you can put on it like a little attachment and when you blow from the recorder this puff of smoke comes out and it could take the shape of a creature such as a dragon or a or a flamingo or a flamingo the creature must fit in a one foot cube and will lose its shape in a few seconds become nearly a puff of smoke but you can basically create smoke animals with your music now. Oh, that's very cool. Yep. Uh, let's see. Um, Car- uh, Kenneth is given the staff of flowers, a little wooden staff that he uses in action, and it causes a flower to sprout. Aww. <laughs> Uh, Rola is given the Enduring Spell Book. It is a book that just can't be destroyed. <laughs> and he's like, this is super useful! And Eloise, you're given this amulet, like a, you know. And when you when it's wrapped around your neck, you hear tiny interlocking gears clicking. Uh, it is called the Clockwork Amulet. When you make an attack roll wearing you can force the d20 and choose to take a solid 10 on the dice. And choose to take a solid 10 with your and add your bonus. Ooh. And you could you could imagine this amulet to look however you like, but there's always these internal clockwork gears spinning inside of it. 
Okay, cool. Yeah. So the idea is if you roll shit, you can choose to take a 10 instead. Which added with your bonuses might be enough to hit, you know? Yeah. So each of you get your items. I didn't forget anyone, did I? Carl got the smoke animal. Manolo billowing. And Louise got a, a, a 10. And that's one per long rest. You can only do that once per long rest. Okay, uh, you forgot you forgot James Bonsai. <laughs> he needs something too. <laughs> He's a part of this family too. <laughs> you just see her like you just see her kind of like scratch the back of her head and she just like puts a little ruby in James Bonsai. Oh. <laughs> it's cute. Uh, he looks dashing. Beautiful. And then she swing goes over to Carl and just goes, "You like doing big performances, right? I know your smoke animals are super cool, but yeah, but uh, I have something from some uh, someone told me to give this to you in town. She seems like she really took a likeness, and it's this wand." I did not hear any of that. I am so sorry. Oh, uh, Anna explains that this wasn't her gift, but someone in town found her and told her to give this to you. And it's a little paintbrush. Oh, that's cool. And it is a paintbrush wand of pyrotechnics. Um, when you hold it, you can expend one action to create a harmless burst of multicolored light. Oh, that's so cool. So you can swing the paintbrush around to make little things. Oh, that's awesome. She just and she just goes, That wasn't me who gave that. I just think that some lady found me, stopped me and asked me to give it to you, so Oh well now I have to come back here. <laughs> and so you guys load up on the bus, Anna takes a sit, and Manolo, uh you're are Manolo question, do you like go from from your town to school and then back, or do you like stay in Timshul for the semester? Um, what's it called? Uh, he goes over to Timshul, like good to to there and back, like. Okay, so he commutes. Yeah. So at the end of the day, he'll come home to his mom. Yeah. Okay, so Manolo, uh, instead of taking the bus, you're gonna just stick around because you're already home. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like- as the others load up on the bus, uh, Manolo, your mom shows up, and she's just kind of like, probably pick, you know, she's probably your, worried, worried, yeah, caring mm-hmm. at your wound. And Turner yeah. just kind of looks over to Eloise and just goes, "Yeah, I'm probably gonna get on now." <laughs> and Turner just walks in with Roland not far behind, just goes, "So you stab things? That's really cool." <laughs> <laughs> Can I do a little thing before before we go? Yeah, yeah, they're loading up in the Carl, are you gonna say bye to them? I think uh, Turner. Uh, Yeah. Turner, Rolla, and Kenneth like wave goodbye, and uh, Kenneth puts James Bonsai up to Manolo and just goes, "James Bonsai thinks that you did really good today," and runs up to take his. Oh. Carl, what do you say? How do you say goodbye to Manolo for the day? Um, he's gonna give like a little hug. Oh, he would hug that. 
Damn it, Carl, you stole my idea. So Carl <laughs> gives, uh, gives Manolo a good bro hug and just walks up and takes a seat, a sit next to Kenneth, who's holding James. Okay, Bond. so I have an idea. Okay. After Carl stole it. I have a slight modification. All right. Sorry. Um, I'm gonna say that. Uh, gonna say <laughs> so that. just just so you, uh, uh, Eloise, just so, um, just to make it clear, uh, Manolo's mom is talking to Caleb, so she's not like pissed. she's not staring. Just so you know. Okay. Uh, so Eloise gives Manolo a brief hug and goes to get on the bus, but then she pauses, turns back around, and runs back and gives him a small peck on the forehead, and then runs back to the bus. Um, he gets very embarrassed and hoping his mom didn't see it because his mom will be like, this is your girlfriend. It's like, no, like, you should shut up. <laughs> I think I think it's safe to say Manolo's mom is talking to Kayla Manolo and you don't have to worry about it. Whew. Then that is a save. <laughs> <laughs> so, Eloise, you just take a sit on the bus and, uh, Kenneth puts James Bond's eye next to you. (laughs) (laughs) And the bus takes you guys back home. Where you guys can play with your new magic items. Just enjoy the end of a day. And that's what we're going to call it tonight. Mm.